News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. Uh, or maybe you're joining us on our KHMO, on the On The Mark KHMO Facebook page. Uh, I am Mark Hespin. This is On The Mark. You can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. You can follow the show On The Mark KHMO on Facebook, as I just mentioned. If you're joining us on the Facebook Live, thank you so much. Uh, for making us a part of your morning, however you're making us a part of your morning. Uh, all right, we got a lot to get to. We got a lot to get to, uh, including the fact um, that uh, today is the day. Today is the show that I love to do every year, and I know it means nothing. I know it's silly. I know it's just predictions, but I am going to go through and give you guys predictions for what I think is going to happen in the NFL, in the AFC, and the and the NFC. I'm going to predict the winners of each division, uh, first place, second place, third place, fourth place of each division. I've gone through every game. I've picked them all. I'll give you my uh, playoff predictions for the AFC and the NFC going into this year. I think there's some shocking results. I think there's some teams, obviously, that made the playoffs last year that I think are going to miss it this year. I think there's some teams... Um, that missed the playoffs last year that are going to have much improved seasons, and I think you're going to see them. Uh, I think you're going to see them have a little bit of a meteoric rise. So we'll go through it all. That's for Hesman headline one and two. Of course, we'll talk the expanded college football playoffs. Of tour, of course, we'll talk Russell Wilson's contract, and of course, we'll talk even a little NBA with Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell, Spider Mitchell, getting traded uh, to the East uh, to the Cleveland Cavs. A lot of exciting stuff. Thank you so much for making me a part of your morning. I don't want to waste any time, so uh, let's jump into it with Hespin Headline number one. Hespin's Headlines on the mark. All right, let's go through the AFC and predict what I think is going to happen in the AFC, including who is going to make the playoffs in the American Football Conference. So, in the AFC, let's get it started with the fact that last year, here's a reminder. Last year, you had the Titans were the one seed. Yeah, remember that? Tennessee Titans, 12-5, and five, one seed. Kansas City Chiefs, two seed. Buffalo Bills in the three seed. Followed by uh, the Bengals uh, winning the AFC North in the fourth seed. And the three wildcard teams, the Raiders, the Patriots, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers. Um, so, uh that's a little little reminder. I think there's some changes. I think there is some big changes to the AFC playoff picture. So let's jump into it. Let's go division by division. I'm going to start with the AFC South division. I think the AFC South is one of the easier ones to predict. Um, the, I have the Indianapolis Colts winning the AFC South. They were 9-8 and eight last year uh, with Carson Wentz. I think they improve at quarterback getting Matt Ryan. I think that they uh, obviously lost their defensive coordinator. He's now the head coach, Matt Eberflus, of my Chicago Bears. I think they may take a step back a little bit on defense, but I do think they improve offensively 
with consistency offensively and what Frank Reich is trying to do. I think the Indianapolis Colts win the division 12-5. and I have them at winning a couple more games. I think they take advantage of a bad Houston team in their division. I think they certainly could take advantage of the Jags, who are still on the up and up in their division. And Tennessee, I think, takes a slight step back. I have Tennessee at second place in the AFC South at 11-6. and six. Uh, I think Tennessee is a very good football team this year. I think Ryan Tannehill has a ton to prove this year. I think he actually has a pretty good year. I think Tennessee takes a step back. They just lost their uh, leading pass rusher from last year. Mike Vrabel's defense is not going to be bad by any means, um, but I think I, 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 so much of this offense is going to rely on Derrick Henry and his health. Um, I think losing A.J. Brown was a, was a hit, but I think they got Austin Hooper. They, they they did go out and get some rap weapons, Robert Woods. I think it's going to be a little bit more of that Tennessee team we saw two years ago as opposed to the Tennessee team we saw last year where they tried to force offense, and their offense is going to really w- go through Derrick Henry. They're not going to score as many points. They don't win as many games, but I think they're a really solid team at 11-6. and six. I have the Jags at six and eleven, taking an improvement. Uh, the Jags last year were three and fourteen. I think you bring in Doug Peterson, second year Trevor Lawrence, a lot of stability. You you brought in more weapons. You improved your offensive line. I think defensively they still got a long way to go. So there's going to be some games where the Jags defense just implodes, and that's going to happen. And that and that's why they they're not going to be in that playoff picture. 6-11, maybe they win a, a, a couple games down the stretch to get to that six-win mark. I think that's about the high end of it. I don't see this team as another 3-14 and 14 team, though. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars have improved enough offensively, and they have stability. So I think this is a 5-6, maybe 7 win at the absolute top end, and that's if Trevor Lawrence has a really huge second year, which is possible he does. I like the Jags at 6-11, a really nice improvement for the Jaguars. And finally, the Houston Texans. I struggled to find them three wins, but I did. The Houston Texans, I think, are are looking for some stability. I mean, they made the change to Lovey Smith. I think Lovey Smith is a person who uh, can help them be competitive in games while losing. Think Detroit Lions of last year. Remember, the Lions of last year were 3-13-1, and and but they felt like they were in more games. I think that's what you're going to see from the Houston Texans this year. They're going to be 3-14. and They're not going to win many games, but I think you're going to see a team that is stable. And I think they ride with Lovey Smith even in the next year regardless to just build on that stability as they add pieces to this roster. Then they find the right coach. Then they find the right quarterback. And they start moving forward. It's going to be a long year for Texans fans. But I think this is a team they can maybe be proud of a little bit. They're going to be scrappy. And they're going to find their way to, to uh, three wins. Uh, let's go to the AFC East. I think that's the second easiest division to predict. And I do have a little bit of a shocker here in the AFC East. Uh, I like the Buffalo Bills to win the AFC East. And I think the Buffalo Bills are poised for a mega season. I have the Bills at 14-3. and three. That's right. They were 11-6 last year. I think they improve upon that record. I think they added pieces to their defense. I think the schedule is really brutal for Buffalo, but I think they dominate in their own division. I think the AFC East has gotten worse. And so I think they can easily go 6-0 and in division. And if you look at the rest of the Buffalo Bills schedule, there is eight wins available for them to get to that 14 mark. It's tough. It's tough. 
It's not going to be easy, but I think Josh Allen's poised for a mega season. I love his weapons. I think defensively, Sean McDermott is is building something out there. And again, I think they just easily run through their division. Bills fourteen and three. I know it's a lot of wins. I think they can find them. I think they uh, they win the AFC East. And with that fourteen wins, I'll give a spoiler alert. I think the Bills are your number one overall seed in the AFC. Uh, coming in second in the division, the Miami Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are poised to take advantage of an AFC East that has some turmoil in it. I think that uh, Tua has a really good season, but I think at the end of the year, we're still going to be questioning, is Tua the guy? Probably not, but he looks a lot more like Kirk Cousins. By the end of the year, I think we're going to feel a lot more comfortable that the Miami Dolphins can become the uh, the, the Vikings of the NFC. Man, are they competitive. Man, do they find a way to win some games. And Tua's not losing them games, but he's not necessarily winning them a bunch of games. Tyreek Hill gets them a game or two in improvement. I think the Dolphins find a way to get to about eight wins. Take advantage of the Jets and the Patriots in their division. Yeah, the Patriots, I said it. I think New England falls off the map a little bit. New England made the playoffs last year 10-7. and seven, But I think that was because they were able to split the games with the Bills. I think offensively, New England is going to be a mess. You lose Josh McDaniels, that is huge. And we've seen it in the fact that Joe Judge, Matt Patricia, and Bill Belichick are in charge of the offense. I think Mac Jones is um, not going to reach the potential he reached last year under Josh McDaniels. I really don't. I think the only way that Mac Jones was a successful starting quarterback to be your Kirk Cousins to lead you to the playoffs and just manage games was because he had Josh McDaniels. I think New England takes a huge step back. I have them at 5-12, and 12, missing the playoffs. I think offensively, they by the middle of the season, we're going to realize that you need an offensive coordinator. You need a real offensive coordinator. And I don't think Mac Jones has as good of a season as he did as a rookie year. Not because he's a worse player, but because he lost Josh McDaniels. A person who had it made in New England who could do whatever he wanted. He had control of that offense, knew and knows how to get the most out of a quarterback who's accurate and willing to buy into a system. And I do think that's why you also see a nice year out of the Vegas Raiders. We'll get to that here in a second. The Jets, I don't believe in the Jets at all this year. I think the Jets uh, struggle. I think when they don't have their starting quarterback to start the year, when they transition into Zach Wilson, I don't believe in Zach Wilson all. You've known this. I think Robert Sala's in over his head a little bit. I think they get bullied by the the Bills in their division. I think the Patriots will uh, will will win two games against them. I think the Dolphins will win two games against them. I have the Jets at two and fifteen near the very bottom of the barrel, and maybe considering bo- getting into a quarterback again uh, at the end of this year. I think it's a disaster of a season for the New York Football Jets. All right, let's move on to the AFC North. Getting tough now. The AFC North and the AFC West are tougher divisions to predict. With the AFC North, I like the Cincinnati Bengals, the Bengals and Joe Burrow, to win 14 games. I said it. 14 games. I don't think they're a flash in the pan, folks. I think this offense is a legit threat to score 30 a game. I think the offensive line having a second year of this gel of this group I think it's a great thing for them. I think they made improvements along the offensive line as well. I think defensively, they made some sneaky moves to not be worse. 
I don't think they'll necessarily be much better, but they didn't lose a ton of games last year. Remember, this is a Bengals team that was a 10-win team last year and ended up in the Super Bowl. I think they have a ton of confidence. I think they're not a team that's going to look at them and be like, hey, we made the Super Bowl. We're just going to win games. I think they're a motivated team. Joe Burrow's got that dog in him. I love the Bengals this year. I think they are able to beat up on Cleveland in their division. I think uh, they're able to beat up on Pittsburgh in their division. And I think that they uh, they easily uh, can find wins. This schedule is tough, but it's really workable for the Bengals. I like them at 14-3 and three, uh, and winning the AFC North. Baltimore takes a huge leap forward this year. Lamar Jackson, whether he gets a contract done or not, I think it's great for Lamar Jackson and, the, and Ravens fans to win a lot of games. I have them at 12-5. and five. I think they get healthy, they get right, and you don't see Baltimore uh, continue to decline. Lamar Jackson, big year, uh, MVP talk again around him. If he gets paid, I think he shows why he deserves that contract. If he doesn't get paid, you're going to see a man on fire trying to show that he deserves $200 million guaranteed. Uh, I can't wait to watch the Ravens this year. I have him at 12-5. and five. Uh, I have uh, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at 8-9. Uh, they take a step back. Listen, they made the playoffs last year 9-7. and seven. I think they take a step back. Mitch, I think, gives them a lot of stability through the year, but I think eventually they turn to Kenny Pickett. And when that happens, they'll lose some games. But this is a really good defensive team. It's a really good coach team. And they have weapons on offense. Najee Harris, a really shaky offensive line, though. That's going to hurt him, especially in a division where I just think, frankly, Baltimore and Cincy are just much better teams and much better quarterbacked right now. And that's that's tough. Uh, but I I have them uh, winning two games against Cleveland, and I find them you know sneaking some games here or there, get to eight win mark, just missing the playoffs. Cleveland seven and ten, I think it could be worse. I think it could be worse. I I think Max seven wins. A lot of people are still saying no, Cleveland's going to make the playoffs. I'm not one of those guys. I think Cleveland's in some real trouble this year. But I think Cleveland finds a way, scrappy with Jacoby Brissett to stay somewhat relevant. And Deshaun Watson, when he comes back, he's going to be rusty as all heck. So I don't know. I'm on the low end on Cleveland. I don't know where to go with Cleveland. They're a wild card. Could Cleveland make the playoffs? Absolutely. Their roster is incredible. And if Deshaun Watson comes back with like a man on fire and wins off, you know, five straight games to wrap up the season, they certainly could. But I think this team could be maybe a two or three win team by the time Deshaun Watson gets back. I think it could be that bad. I do not trust Jacoby Brissett and the quarterback situation in Cleveland. Besides Amari Cooper, they don't have a ton. They have a great run game, great offensive line, but you need weapons to help out your your quarterback when you have the worst starting quarterback probably in the NFL. And then uh, let's move on to the AFC West Chiefs fans. Here's what you've been waiting for. I love the Chiefs this year. I have the Chiefs winning the division at 12-5. and I think the Chiefs or maybe the best 12 and 5 team in NFL history. I know you're like Mark, well you have Buffalo, you have Buffalo and since you winning more games, are they better teams than Kansas City? Probably not. I like Kansas City a lot. I think Patrick Mahomes has an MVP type year. I think you're going to see him no Tyree Kill, he, the disrespect of all the other guys getting paid, all the other guys, uh the predictions about Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, uh, everyone's talking about Russell Wilson, Mr. Unlimited. Everyone's talking about Justin Herbert. I think Mahomes is going to have a man-on-fire type uh, Aaron Rodgers year. I-, I love the Chiefs. I love what Andy Reid's going to do, be able to get creative without Tyreek Hill. Uh, Travis Kelsey in for a big season. I think they improved their defense. Offensive line is one of the best in football. Chiefs 12-5 and win the AFC West. But it's a tough division. They're going to lose some games in division. 
I have the Chargers. Go Chargers. At 11-6, Justin Herbert, I think, has a great year. But really, what I'm looking forward to with the Chargers, that defensive front, Bosa, Mack, that is going to be a nightmare if they stay healthy. Derwin James in the back end. Chargers are a really good football team. I have them at 11-6, second in the, in the AFC West. Then I go to Denver. Denver, I also have 11-6 in the AFC West. I think that Russell Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett, and that Denver squad is going to have a really good year. They have pieces on defense. Russell Wilson just got paid. I think you're going to see him come on out in an offense, flourish. Um, great running game in Denver. I could see them absolutely making a push for the division 11-6 and six Denver Broncos. And the Raiders will be the best 9-8 and eight team in NFL history. They're going to be terrific. I think offensively, they're going to put up a ton of points. I think defensively, they're going to be they're going to be gashed, and that's what's going to hurt them. But there's going to be games where the Raiders defense helps them win games. But they just don't have enough talent overall. We've seen with the Mike Mayock, John Gruenera. They're bleeding some talent. They they need they needed some of those first rounders to hit, and none of them did. So they're in a tough spot. But I don't think it's a disaster for the Raiders. I actually think every team in that division finishes above 500. All right. You're listening on the Mark News Talk 1070 KHMO on the KHMO app, broadcasting live from our KHMO studios here in beautiful Quincy, Illinois. Uh, that is my AFC preview. So to recap, here we go. Here's how I think the AFC playoff picture lands. The Bills, number one overall, they get the bye. I think Cincinnati gets the two seed. Kansas City gets the three seed. And then Indy gets the four seed. With Baltimore in the playoffs at five, the Titans, due to tiebreakers, in the playoffs at six. That's right, the Titans and the Chargers in seven. So, I have New England, Denver, Las Vegas, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland all missing the playoffs. I have them all missing the playoffs. I think think Tennessee's schedule is... Helps them. And they're a really talented team. People want to just write off Tennessee. This this team won the AFC last year. And they're in a weak division. And if you look at, at the schedule for them, they easily can get to 11 wins and have some tiebreaker wins over a Denver, uh, over uh, you know, over uh, 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 New England, all these other teams. I, I think it's silly to just write in three teams from the AFC West are going to make it. I don't. I think that Indy and Tennessee are in. Buffalo's in. Cincy and Baltimore, I think they both have big years. Their schedules are more workable. They're in. And then uh, Kansas City and the Chargers make it from the AFC West. You'll listen on the Mark News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area. When we come back, NFC predictions don't go anywhere. It's on the Mark News Talk 1070 KHMO. Blessing has a track. And I want to help you take control of something very important, your health. If you're 45 or older, you need to get yourself screened for colon cancer. This disease can be very treatable when caught early. So the sooner you know what's up with your health, the better. The good news is is that there's options for getting screened that are easier than you think. Get informed. Hey, we're all busy and we think, when would we fit it in? Well, make the time. It just might mean more time with your family down the road. If you're a man or a woman, 45 or older, I'm talking to you. I've lost good friends, young friends, to colon cancer. Don't make the mistake of waiting until you have symptoms or think that you have no risk because it doesn't run in your family. 
Everybody needs to be screened. So take control. Get screened for colon cancer, 45 or older. Learn how. Standuptocancer.org slash colon cancer. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you know the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We're KHMO and the KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO. And the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. You got to stop in the store, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Labor Day weekend, massive sales going on, and a ton of new inventory just hit the lot. I just spoke with Jason Buxman, the general, the regional general sales manager over there yesterday, and he said, Mark, the amount of new inventory we have, it's crazy. Uh, they're getting it in. Other dealerships aren't. ShopCunis.com. Tell them Mark sent you. All right. Haspen headline number two. Let's get into it. The NFC Breakdown. Hespin's Headlines on the mark. All right, the NFC, I think, is a lot easier than the AFC. Let's just be honest. We got to be honest about this. The NFC is not as talented. Now, the top end of the NFC with the Rams, the Bucks, a couple other teams, they could win the Super Bowl. And that's not what I'm saying. But overall, you got about eight, nine really good teams in the AFC. There's going to be teams, the, Char, uh, the, the, the Raiders, the Broncos, um, Pittsburgh, that miss the playoffs, that are good teams, that are, that are really good teams. They, they could win playoff games in the NFC. And they're going to miss the playoffs in the AFC. It's just deeper. So let's get to the NFC. Let's break it down. And let's start with, I think, the easiest division, the A- NFC South. Tampa Bay wins it going away. I have them at 12-5. and five. I think that they easily uh, roll through their division. Carolina, I think they made some improvements, but not enough to really threaten for uh, the, the the title. Twelve and five for the Bucks. Tom Brady, a really solid season. The Bucks will be in the mix come playoff time in the NFC. And uh, when Tom Brady gets to the playoffs, you never know what could happen. Um, I have the uh, New Orleans Saints at six and eleven. Listen, I don't think. We're talking enough about the fact that Sean Payton retired. That is a that is a massive blow to the Saints organizationally. He has had his finger in every single thing that's happened in that organization for the last 15 years, and he's gone. That is monumental, and I think that affects Jameis Winston. I think that affects the offense. I think that it just affects the day-to-day things where you're like, wait, are you taking care of that? Who's taking care of that? What would what did you do? I, I oh Sean Payton handled so much. I think the Saints are a good roster, but I just think there's dysfunction, and I don't think they're gonna they're gonna be able to uh, overcome some of that fact that they 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 don't have a, a real leader in the building. I think the the Saints are a really solid but wacky six and eleven football team. I have the Carolina Panthers at five and twelve. I wanted to get them to six wins. I just I, it's tough. They have a tough schedule. And I just think quarterback's going to be a nightmare. I mean, it's Baker's job now. Darnold's injured. Corral's out for the year. It's Baker's job. So he's going to start the majority, unless he's injured. Uh, and they got him some weapons. I mean, DJ Moore, I like that they got LaVisca Chenault from, from Jacksonville. 
Um, I, I, Christian McCaffrey, a lot. The health is going to be depending. If Carolina all of a sudden has eight wins and they're battling for a playoff spot, it wouldn't shock me. But I don't trust Matt Rule. I don't trust Baker for 16 games. And I don't trust Christian McCaffrey being healthy. I had them at 5-12. and 12. Atlanta, bottom of the division. Atlanta is going to be one of those teams that I think surprises people. And I think they're going to be really competitive. Uh, but in the end, they're well coached. Just not enough talent. 3-14. and 14. I think they like their coach. I think they st- stick with Arthur Smith. But I, I just don't think that they have the quarterback on their roster they have some weapons, but their offensive line is an issue, and defensively, they're about two or three playmakers away from from really competing on a week to week basis. All right, in the AFC and the NFC, I'm going to go the second easiest division to predict: the East, the NFC East. I think the Philadelphia Eagles at 11 and six win the NFC East. Hear me out. The NFC people want to get all up in arms about the Dallas Cowboys. You got to remember, the the Eagles were a playoff team last year, and at nine and eight, they were a team that yes got blown out by Tampa in a bad matchup for them in the first round. But they were a team that gave Dallas fits. I think they improve on that. I think you see them improve to an eleven win team. I have them at eleven and six. I think they take care of the Giants two and zero in the division, two and zero against Washington in the division. They easily can split against Dallas, a team that I think takes a step back this year. I like the Philadelphia Eagles to win the division, and I think they're a dark ho- dark horse NFC Championship type of team. If the breaks go their way and and they find some good matchups in the playoffs, if you were to tell me it's the Eagles at the Rams in the NFC Championship game, I wouldn't be shocked. I think that uh, Jalen Hurts, we still have questions by the end of the year. He's not going to go 30 passing touchdowns, eight rushing touchdowns, and only 10 interceptions. But I could see him having 25, 24 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, six, seven rushing touchdowns, and being close to that, like, ooh, this is, you got to give him another year with Nick Sirianni. I, I think the Eagles have a really solid year, and I think that they, uh, they you know, add Brown, the wide receiver. They got a ton of weapons. Their defense is solid. I like the Eagles to win the division. Dallas at 10-6. and six. They take a step back. They were a 12-win team last year. I think they lose I think they lose two games this year. I don't think that's crazy to say that Dallas takes a step back. There's no way their defense is as good as it was last year. His, they were historically good turning the ball over. That's just not going to happen. So that is a loss of a game there. They lose Amari Cooper. They have less weapons. If CeeDee Lamb pulls a hamstring for a couple weeks, very possible it could happen. Dak has a lot less to work with, and and uh, I think offensive line is another year older, another year slightly worse. I think they lose a game on offense. They lose a game on defense. They're a 10-win team. They're a solid team, but I think they're a 10-win team, uh, and I'm not high on Dallas to make any noise in the playoffs. Uh, I have then the Washington Commanders at 6-11. They're hard to predict. Could they sniff 500? Absolutely. But I think there's dysfunction. Washington is just a bad organization. And I think that Carson Wentz would have to have an absolutely near-perfect season for them to be around 500 or better sniffing the playoffs. And I just, do we trust Carson Wentz at all? No, absolutely not. So I think 6-11 and is about right. I think you see 
massive overhaul for Washington. I think new quarterback, new coaching staff, they revamp it um, by the end of the year. The Giants, 3-14. and 14. They don't have a lot of talent. They have their coach. They don't have their quarterback. It's going to be a disaster of a year, 3-14. and 14. I don't need to spend much time on the Giants. Uh, let's move on to the NFC West. The NFC West is very tough because there are three teams with really good rosters. Two of those teams, I know what I'm getting from their quarterback. One of those teams may have the best roster, second-best roster, but their quarterback is a complete mystery. And then one of the teams is absolutely trash. So um, I'm going to start with the Rams. I think the Rams, no Super Bowl hangover. And one of the reasons why I think the Rams don't have a Super Bowl hangover is because they added pieces that are veterans that are highly motivated who have a lot left in the tank for a year or two run. Bobby Wagner on defense to add with Jalen Ramsey, to add with Aaron Donald, I think that is incredible for them for a year or two. And then they add Allen Robinson, who is not as big of a flashy name as Odell Beckham Jr., but is a much better football player than Odell Beckham Jr. right now. Allen Robinson with Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford. I know their run game, again, down a running back injured early, but I think their offensive line is solid. Sean McVay's system will work. I love the Rams 13-4 and four this year, one seed and winning the NFC West. I then have the Cardinals at 10-7, and seven, second place in the NFC West. I don't, tr- I don't love the Cardinals this year, but I think their schedule is workable. And I do think Kyler Murray got paid. Uh, uh, they gave an extension uh, to the head coach, to the GM. So I think that there, there's some patico there. I think they're going to make it work. Now, I think they only win 10 games this year. Uh, they take a setback a little bit from last year because they're going to miss D-Hop for some time. They miss may miss Brown for some time. So I think, and I think overall, it's 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 a tough division, and I I don't love Kyler Murray. I like Kyler Murray a lot, and so I think that the Cardinals ten and seven is about right. The 49ers, here we go. I don't have the 49ers in the playoffs. I have them in eight and nine below five hundred. They're a complete wild card to me. They are an absolute wild card. The Niners could win thirteen games. It wouldn't shock me. The Niners could win six games. It wouldn't shock me. This is a team that has had a very, very good and a high... Their ceiling is the Super Bowl over the last three years. But as much as I love their offensive weapons, Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, uh, Trent Williams, their coach, I have no idea what I'm getting from Trey Lance. No idea. No idea. And defensively, a little older, injury prone. I think they take a step back. It's a tough division. I'm high on the Rams. They have a really tough schedule because they were in the NFC Championship game last year. I think the Niners take a step back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to split hairs, go in the middle. I, I wanted to have them as like a six-win team because I really don't, I don't know what I'm getting out of Trey Lance. But I'll split hairs. I'll go 8-9. Miss the playoffs wild card. I'm hedging a little bit because if then they're like 10 and, you know, 10 and 7, I could be like, well, I had them only two wins off. And if they win six games, they'll be like, oh, well, listen, I get a little more love than not. 
I, this team is this team is unpredictable in my opinion. And then finally, Seattle, they're garbage, two and fifteen. They have the worst starting quarterback situation in the NFL besides Jacoby Brissett. I think. I mean, it's it's a toss up. Geno Smith versus Jacoby Brissett. Yikes. They're both in tough divisions. Yikes. At least Cleveland's got a good roster around Jacoby Brissett. So I think it's going to be a disaster in Seattle. Two and 15. Uh, finally, the NFC North. What you've all been waiting for. Ba, 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 ba. What does the Bears fan do? What does he do? What does he do? Let's jump into it. I have the Green Bay Packers winning the NFC North. Yes, I do. I have them at 12 and 5. Uh, listen, I think Devontae Adams losing that him is is devastating. I think Aaron Rodgers, though, knows now and he's comfortable knowing he will play green for Green Bay the entirety of his career. He signed the, the he's the $50 million man. He's worth a fortune. And um he's locked in with them for the next three years. And I think you're gonna see Aaron Rodgers have a type of season like he always does where he feeds into the haters. He tries to prove them wrong. 34 touchdowns, six interceptions, plays it real safe. But I do think that there's going to be some mistakes. And I do think you're going to, you're not having a Devonta Adams offensive line, another year older. I think they were able to run the ball. Well, defensively, I think they're not as bad as everyone's predicting them to be. I think 12 and five is very realistic for green Bay. Maybe it's 11 and six, Weaker division, weaker NFC. Uh, I like the Packers to win the NFC North. Second in the NFC North, Bears. Bears. I know Sports Illustrated predicted the Bears to be 3-14. and 14. Not on my watch. Bears, 9-8. and eight. Just above 500, shocking the sports world. And I think the Bears... Um, have a real chance here. Again, look at New England's schedule and tell me you think they're going to make the playoffs. Look at the Bears' schedule and tell me you you don't think they can win nine games. Nine games is absolutely doable for this Bears team. They were 6-11 and 11 last year, and they were absolutely dysfunctional. The roster is not much... I, I think the roster is about even. You lose Mac, that hurts, Right? But I think Justin Fields now has a legitimate offensive coordinator, Luke Getze. I think it's a really good offense for them. I think that um, the wide receiver core as a whole is solid. And I think that offensive line is going to be an issue. We know that. But I think that it could develop and get better through the year. It's It's a group that could stick together, play together, get Leatherwood maybe in there. And I think you could all of a sudden have a have a... I have a really solid B, B-minus offensive line that sticks together by the end of the year. And look at the schedule. They have the Texans. They have the Giants. Uh, they have the uh, the Lions twice. They have the Jets. They have the Falcons. They have the Patriots. I think they're going to be worse. And then the Vikings. Uh, and, and as you hear here now, I think the Vikings uh, are going to be around 7-10. and 10. I don't trust the Vikings this year. I think offensively they have a ton of great personnel. Everyone is so like, oh, they look at the Vikings. Their their new coach, who's the offensive coordinator for the for the Rams last year, young guy Brandon Allen. It's like, well, well, are we forgetting the Sean McVay? It's really kind of his offense. 
I mean, put a lot of faith in the, the Sean McVay coaching tree here. And I think defensively, the Vikings are going to be bad. So I have the Vikings at 7-10. I have the Lions at 8-9. Lions 8-9. That's right. So to recap, I have in the NFC, the Rams as the number one overall seed, winning the NFC 13-4. I have Tampa as the two seed 12-5. I have the Packers as the three seed 12-5. I have the Eagles as the four seed, winning the NFC East 11-6. I have the Cardinals at the five seed, ten and seven. The Cowboys is the six seed, ten and seven, and the Bears as the seven seed in the playoffs, nine and eight. You're welcome, Stockholm. I had to. I, you knew I was going to find a way to get my Bears in the playoffs, and I did. Bears playoffs nine and eight. I'm predicting it right now. You got to roll with me on this. So I'm willing to look stupid in the NFC on the Niners. Um, but And I'm willing to look stupid on the Bears and Vikings. A lot of people had that flip. The Vikings make the playoffs and the Bears in the toilet. I, I think it's the other way around. I think the Bears over the Vikings. And I'm willing to look stupid on the, on the Niners. The Niners could absolutely be world beaters and Trey Lance could win an MVP. I, I, I'm not going to trust it right now. Uh, you're listening on the Mark News Talk 1070 KHMO on the KHMO app. When we come back... Russell Wilson got paid. But we want to talk about a big trade in the NBA. It's on the mark. News Talk 1070 KHMO, the KHMO app. Take us anywhere. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. Hi, I'm Megan Hoffer, and welcome to Heartbeat. Questioning your faith or having doubts doesn't mean your faith isn't real or that you're a fake Christian. Having questions is perfectly normal and healthy. People who don't take the time to ask hard questions about their faith will eventually have a serious struggle when they experience a tragedy or come across the probing questions of an intelligent skeptic. The pastor and author, Tim Keller, writes... It is no longer sufficient to hold beliefs just because you inherited them. In other words, if you grew up in a Christian home, it's time to make your parents' faith your own. Take time to reflect on your doubts and bring them to God. He will patiently walk with you as you work out your faith. Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. We're brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, 
your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. You got to ask them about that no fear complimentary powertrain lifetime warranty on new and used vehicles. Shopcunis.com, but stop by the dealership this weekend. Labor Day sales, special hours. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you. Thank you so much for making me a part of your Saturday morning. You can follow me on Twitter at Mark Hespin. You can follow me on Instagram at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. If you're listening on the terrestrial KHMO radios, I'm broadcasting live from our KHMO studios here in Quincy. Or maybe you're listening on the KHMO app. That's great. You should follow the show, though. If you like listening, just go to Facebook and just search all one word on the mark khmo follow me there all right um i gotta i I gotta quickly talk nba quickly talk nba uh donovan mitchell gets traded to the cleveland cavaliers and i gotta be honest i didn't see it coming and this is an amazing move for cleveland i think donovan mitchell's the type of guy who could buy into cleveland stay there with darius garland evan mobley this young core on a certainly the next like kind of five year run, they have Mitchell locked for three. I think you'll see them try to extend him here now before this season even gets going. I think this is a brilliant move for the Cavs, and the Cavs now are the Jazz of the uh, of the East. I mean, when you're like, why they're in the second seed? I mean, this team is going to play great team basketball. They don't have. A Kevin Durant. They don't have a Giannis. But are you telling me now that you don't think the Cleveland Cavs are absolutely capable of being a top four seed in the East? The East is so deep. The East has nine teams that I could all see making an Eastern Conference Finals. The Heat, the Celtics, the Bucks, the Sixers, the Bulls, the Hawks, Cleveland, the Nets, and I didn't even throw the Raptors in there. Well coached, a lot of depth. There's only 10 playoff spots, and those four of those are the play-in game stuff. I mean, if you're the Magic, Pistons, Pacers, Washington, Knicks, Charlotte, you're all battling for one spot. If health all works out for the other the other nine teams I mentioned, you're battling for one spot. Massive move by the by the by the Cavs, and I love it for them. I will just say this. The Jazz are in a kind of a free sale now. Bogdan Bajanjanovic, the three-point specialist, Jeremy Clarkson. They're going to look to move some other pieces. They're doing what Oklahoma City did. They're just going, you know what? Let's get all the picks. Let's reset as an organization, and let's rebuild. I love that they're doing that. That's how they built up to what they did. They had a run. It fell through. Their two superstars couldn't get along, and now they're rebuilding. I think, it's, I think they're doing it the smart way. It's what you should do. Try to win, try to win, build around it, build around it. it. It failed. You had a two or three year run. Now your superstars hate each other. Get as much as you can for them while they're at their max. Look what they got for Rudy Gobert. Look what they got for Spider Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell. Boom. Now you're reset. You're retooled and you can build once again. It's an organization. It's brilliant. I think the Bulls, uh, my Bulls should be all in on Jordan Clarkson. He could be the next guy you pair when DeMar DeRozan phase out with. Zach Levine. Zach Levine, Jordan Clarkson, I like it. I like it. All right, uh, don't go anywhere. When we come back, Russell Wilson, 12-team college football playoff. And uh, look ahead of today's slate of games. We're live and local. It's on the mark. News Talk 1070, KHMO, the KHMO app. Ray Maliotti. From Washington. 
laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger, from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel, from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna, from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha, from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. I'm Shanola Hampton. I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. We are Hometown News Talk, 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, Faith Family giving back. That's Cunis Honda Hyundai. Ton of new inventory on the lot just for this weekend. Massive Labor Day sale. Tell them Mark sent you. Shop online. Shopcunis.com. All right, wrapping up episode 151 of On the Mark. I want to quickly mention again, uh, if you missed the start of the show, in the AFC, I have the Bills as the one seed. Chiefs, uh, I mean, sorry, Bengals is the two seed. Chiefs, the three seed. Indy, the four seed, winning the South. And then Baltimore, Tennessee, and the Chargers is the wild card. Yeah, no Denver, no Raiders, no Pittsburgh, no uh, Patriots in the playoffs in the AFC. In the NFC, Rams number one, Tampa number two, Packers three, Eagles four, Cardinals, Cowboys, Bears. Playoff t- uh, wildcard teams. So no New Orleans, uh, no Washington, no 49ers, no Minnesota in the playoffs. And I do like Detroit to win eight games. So go Lions. All right. Got to wrap up here really quickly. I want to talk Russell Wilson. Good for him. He got the deal, $165 million guaranteed that Seattle wouldn't give him. I don't know why Seattle wouldn't give him the deal, but they wouldn't. And so he found a place that would give him the deal. The Waltons make their first big spend as as the owners of the Broncos. And listen, I think um, the NFC, the AFC West is now so fascinating. You guarantee that we get Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, uh, Herbert, and Patrick Holmes for at least the next three years. That's guaranteed, and that is fantastic for us as football fans. Um, and now um, it once again proves the Browns are the outlier. A lot of people were thinking, could Russell Wilson get a fully guaranteed deal? The Browns are the outlier, uh, outlier, and the market is slightly resetting in that way. Everyone's looking around going, the, no one else is going to be the Browns. The Browns are going to do a fully guaranteed deals, and they can sink their own ship. Um, 12-team college football playoff. You know, I was always against expansion because I think it's one of those things where um, college football, the beauty of it is that staying undefeated as long as you can. And, and that argument is... There's always now going to be argument, who's the 12 versus 13? And if you look at the playoff, I think it's really fun to think about. This is what it would have looked like last year. Bama would have been the one seed. It would have been the bye. 
and they would have played the winner of Oklahoma State, the nine, versus Ole Miss, the eight. I mean, Ole Miss and Oklahoma State were not winning the title last year. Why are they in the playoff? You know what I mean? Like, for example, Michigan would have been the two seed. They would have played Ohio State versus Michigan State, uh, the winner of that that team. Now, Ohio State getting in, I kind of like, because I think Ohio State maybe could have won the national title last year or been really competitive. They could have made the final. That's kind of fun. And then Baylor would have been the four seed. They would have played the winner of Georgia versus um, Pitt. And then Cincy would have been the three, Notre Dame versus Utah. So I probably would have had Cincy, Notre Dame, Notre Dame versus Bama, and then Ohio State versus Georgia. I mean, that's but that's just what your college football playoff would be any year. And so, listen, it was going to happen. I like that they just got it to 12. Now we know it's going to be 12. And, you know, we'll have to keep our eyes on how they layer it out. I think it it's, it gives a really big opening for probably four SEC teams, four Big Ten teams, and then you maybe get yourself a Big 12, a Pac-12 winner, and then two other at large. That's probably what that's probably where you're looking. That's probably where you're looking. All right, um, and then finally, we look at today's slate of games and folks, it's not great, but it's not terrible. Don't, all these people are like, oh, it's terrible. I, I, I love I love some of these matchups. Obviously, Oregon uh, 11 at number three, Georgia in Atlanta. This is going to be a great game starting off the season. Georgia has a Georgia has an opportunity to already jump up to the number one overall and hold on to the one seed all year if they can if they can resoundingly beat Oregon. And Oregon has a chance to complete to lock their ticket to the college football playoff if they beat Georgia in Atlanta. If Oregon beats Georgia in Atlanta, and Oregon then runs the table, they they control their own destiny. So. Really exciting day for Georgia versus Oregon. Since the Arkansas is interesting enough, uh, both teams, you know, um, starting the season ranked 23, Cincy 19, Arkansas. They need a lot of things to go their way to make the playoffs, but getting a big win week one against a ranked opponent is helpful, that's for sure. And then I don't think people are talking enough about number seven, Utah versus uh, Florida. Is Utah for real? They get a very good SEC team. Not a great SEC team. It's not like they're going against Georgia or Bama or or Arkansas, LSU right now. But they get Florida, and if and if and if Utah in the Urban Meyer Bowl can go to Gainesville and beat Florida, that's going to help them tremendously for their season. But if Florida can just wipe the floor with Utah, then we don't have to talk about Utah the rest of the year. And uh, Florida certainly puts themselves in a position to say, hey, maybe we are an outside of the box. SEC team for this year. So I think that's a, an underrated storyline for that game. And then finally, I cannot wait. It is the game. I am clear the schedule, popcorn ready. I might make some nachos. Number two, Ohio State hosting number five, Notre Dame. The other Urban Meyer Bowl. <laughs> Can't wait for that game. It's going to be great. College football's back. I, I Ohio State wiped the floor with them. Go Ohio State. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-B-E-N. Follow the show on the Mark HMO. Enjoy football. Yes, I picked the Bears to make the playoffs. Deal with it. The next time you hear from me, we will be recapping the first game of the NFL season. Bills, Rams, I'm taking the Rams. Everyone's on the Bills, I'm taking the Rams. Blessing has a track.